Welcome to the Painted Target Podcast. Episode 18, the Painted Target Podcast. I'm Jason at Aware Integrate on Twitter and awarenessintegrations.com. So today I want to talk about pressure points. It's a word that I've used a few times online, and the basic meaning is we create resistance in our lives, and that's what tortures us. 99% of our problems are because we're resisting something. Something happens, we don't like it, we resist it, and that's where the anxiety comes from. Current anxiety leads into future depression, and it just goes into a circle. Because if you think about everything that you do, you create this pressure point, and then you are just a dog on a leash to that pressure point from that point on. So if you walk outside and all your tires are flat, you're pissed off because they're flat. You've created that point, you get pissed off, and now your whole day, if not more, is ruined because of that point you created. Now you could say you didn't create it because you weren't the one that flattened the tires, but they're already flat. There's nothing you can do about it. So sitting on it all day, worrying about it all day does absolutely nothing. So you've created a pressure point that you are now at the whim of all day. So you have to be able to know that pressure point. And all that really comes down to, as I always say, is awareness. You have to know an entire situation, your entire internal state. You have to know everything about yourself, how you react. It's just self-awareness. I know the things that piss me off. But it doesn't mean that they have a hold of me. Just having that awareness, having that knowledge is enough to not be at the whim of it all the time there's really not a lot to do and that's the problem with self-help and even some of the stuff that you could go to seminars and all these things is there's not much to do you just have to know the facts you have to know the foundation you have to know how things work and you have to be self-aware to know that it's going on you could get pissed off you get angry you could do things that would be considered not optimal in your life, but you need to know that you're doing them. Because the second you know is the second that you regain the control. So here's a quote from Kapil Gupta that will sum some of this up. He says, when a human sees a magic trick, he is enthralled and excited. When the trick is uncovered, the excitement fades. Excitement and emotion arise when something is not understood. As it, as it is understood, one naturally becomes unfazed. One naturally becomes equanimous. 
He does not become equanimous because it is good to be equanimous. He becomes equanimous because he sees the whole of the thing without any gaps in his understanding. So the main point there is he sees the whole of the thing without any gaps in his understanding. So the gaps are the problems. The gaps are the pressure points. So if you walk outside and those tires are flat, but you know that the reality of that situation is the tires are flat and they're not going to unflat themselves and you better get to work, why would there be anxiety? Why would there be a problem? Why would there be anger? How does that serve you in any way? So a lot of this stuff, you hear it and it's kind of, oh, you know, I'm not living in the East. I'm not sitting in a cave. I've had people message me and reply and say there's no possible way to not get mad in these situations and all that. The bottom line is you can get mad all you want, but how is it affecting you? How is that optimal? How are you getting anywhere by doing that there's literally no purpose some people say use your anger as fuel use it as motivation you use anger in a life or death situation but you don't use it daily there's no point and if you need to be that motivated to do something that you have to get severely angry then you don't want to do it anyway when you're into things, you can do them naturally. So the idea is being so aware and knowing every point of your situation, the whole of the thing, as he said, to where there's no gaps. Because as he also says, Gupta, is then you see the truth. So the idea of the truth is seeing what you could say is the reality at hand. It's seeing the facts. In every situation, there's a bottom line foundation to where if you can see that and you can know that, eventually you'll just sit back and laugh because when you know the laws, when you know how the game works, it's no longer a problem. So here's another quote by Eckhart. It says, Detachment is nothing else but a mind that stands unmoved by all accidents of joy or sorrow, honor, shame, or disgrace. So the first thing people are going to think when they hear this is, well, what am I supposed to do? I'm just supposed to, someone insults me, this, that. I'm just supposed to kind of sit in the middle lane, you know, like the Eastern stereotype, sit in a cave forever and do nothing. No. The idea is you are detached any from anything, meaning you don't hold on to it, Unless it needs to be held on to. And many things don't. If you have a task at hand and you need to do that task, that's fine. Do it. Hold on to it. Do what you need to do. But at some point, you have to let go. This is the same argument with practice. Everyone in the spiritual community talks about practice. Well, what's the point of the practice if there's no end goal? The idea of just doing these things over and over your whole life, holding on to these things your whole life with no end goal, then I don't see the point of doing them. Eventually, it has to hit a point where you are in the center lane, equanimity, right down the center. You want to pop to the right and get involved in something? Go ahead. You want to pop to the left and get involved with something? Go ahead. 
But the bottom line is if you stay attached to everything in your environment, everything around you, and you're at the whim of an image or a title or your ego, you will spend your whole life wrestling with life and not living life. Because you've created a mental box and if anything goes outside of that mental box, you are at the whim of that because you have to react like this. You have to do that, whatever the situation is. So we create these pressure points by resisting. We resist things that are what they are. So the East would say we resist what is. But to break that down further, we resist what is reality right in front of us back to the tires you wake up the tires are flat there's nothing you're going to do besides pure action that's going to fix those tires so tell me where anger or getting pissed off or anxiety or i'm going to be late for work or all these things tell me how that helps you thinking of that you'd be much better off just doing get to work so another quote that comes to mind from the stoics from seneca The man who has anticipated the coming of troubles takes away their power when they arrive. So I know the Stoics have the negative visualization. They tell you to look at things so you kind of blunt yourself from it. I don't think you necessarily have to always look at the worst angle of the situation. You just have to know that it's possible. It's back to what Gupta said where you know the whole of the thing. You know, this comes down to knowledge, back to truth, back to all of these things where if a situation has a thousand parts and you know a thousand of those parts, you don't have to know how it's going to go exactly. We're not trying to predict the future, but you know that the bottom line reality of those flat tires are they are now flat. And in order to drive, you have to unflat them by changing the tires. That's the truth. That's the truth of the situation. You can get as emotional and pissed off and blame it on. It doesn't matter. That's the bottom line reality to the situation. So what I've kind of called that back in the day had that I wrote about a few times is the linchpin. You find that bottom line reality to your situation, the linchpin, and you remove it. And the second you remove it, there's no problem. So if you're worried, as an example, you're applying for jobs and you're trying to get the perfect job, most of the time you don't have anxiety about the act of getting the job. You have anxiety over the fact that it has to be perfect. That's the linchpin. If you just looked at it as I'm trying to get a job and my skill set, my knowledge, my leadership, whatever it is, will get me the best job. You'd be a lot better off doing that. And then someone will say, well, how am I supposed to get anything in life or be successful if I'm in this kind of middle lane, if I'm always just kind of detached? Because when you detach, which is nothing more, it's not disconnection. It's nothing more than not holding on to the things that no don't need to be held on to. You get more of what you want. If you're interviewing in a job and you're so freaked out because you don't want to do bad on the interview, you're going to screw up the interview because of that anxiety worrying about the interview. That's knowing 
the entire situation. If you can sit back before the interview and say that and know that, that's self-awareness, internal awareness, know who you are, a lot of that's going to go away, if not all of it. You're essentially letting go in order to get more. And it's not about just trying to get things. I mean, your actions are going to speak louder than your anxiety. So the idea is if you're going to let that cover everything up, that pressure point, that linchpin, you're going to let it cover everything up, you're going to pay for it. So you could almost say, well, I can't let go of trying to control things. I can't do any of the stuff you're saying because everything will go to shit. But it's going to shit anyway while you're holding on to it. So you have to be able to look at these things. And even currently, I'm in the situation. I have a few things I'm doing. And, you know, they're based off of tests and exams and all this and the bottom line is anytime something has popped in my head that was outside of I'm training I'm preparing and I'm doing these things anything that comes up outside of that well what if this happens what if that happens what if I go and I fail it or I do whatever that serves me no purpose so on one hand someone will tell you that because they're trying to be tough it's a motivational talk you know, a lot be tough guys, stick your chest out, know that you're confident and all this bull crap. But the other person looks at it as I know the full of the parts. I know everything. So I know that the worst case scenario is I don't pass it and I do it again. So what's the problem? The problem is the ego. Well, I should pass it the first time. I don't want this to happen. But I know the full situation and that's what it is. So if it pops up, you just watch it. Oh, okay. Yeah, there it is. Survival instincts. Most of our issues go away the second we acknowledge what they really are. So you hear something like this and you go, okay, that's great. But the reason why nobody's doing this, the reason why it's so tough is because we resist and we want things to be our way. So if we know the reality is those tires that are flat are, that's it, they're flat. We fight, 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 fight because we don't want them to be flat. But if you're able to have that awareness and look at these situations and say, well, I'm pissed off right now because I failed this test or the tires are flat or whatever. But I also know that if I remove that, meaning accept it, say, yep, that's just how it is. I guess I got to fix them. You'll feel the pressure release. You will literally feel it because the only thing that's holding you back is yourself because you don't know the reality of the situation. You don't know the truth, as Gupta would say. So... You really put yourself in your own position of torture because you want things to be a different way, but they can't be a different way right now. It doesn't mean don't make the effort. It doesn't mean don't work hard. It means if you're sitting in a position right now and it's a bad position, you need to own that. And the second you own that, you remove that linchpin, you remove that pressure point, And now you're in a position to get to work. But if you're getting to work 
and you're still holding on to that pressure, you're not going to gain anything. The bottom line is we hold ourselves back because we don't know the full situation and we don't know the full situation because we're stuck in anxiety and we're stuck in anxiety because we are not able to look at our current situation for what it is and be honest about it. The ego doesn't like it. The people around us don't like it. It messes with an image. All this bull crap that people just mess around with. People want to feel better. But in the midst of feeling better, they just kick the can down the road. Be in a position where you don't care about how you feel. You just care about getting the desired result or removing the problem altogether. All right, I'll see you guys next time. This episode of the Painted Target Podcast was brought to you by Awareness Integrations. Only you care about your problems. The Painted Target is also sponsored by Grave Delay Athletics, apparel that says I'm going to live well and cheat death.